Good evening, vampires, werewolves, and all of their nocturnal beings. Welcome to Titties by Night, a Vampire the Masquerade actual play run entirely by creatures of marginalized genders and presented by Tabletop Titties. My name is Kelly, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be your storyteller for tonight. But before we get into the episode, we want to acknowledge the colonial history of Canada and the U.S. and how these countries have and continue to take from Indigenous people. The effects of colonization are still felt to this day, and we acknowledge that this episode is being re recorded on the stolen lands of the Semiamu, Katsi, Kikwetlam, Kwatlan, Kakite, Sequetmik, Swasson, Cheyenne, Ute, Lapanapache, Muscogee, Cherokee, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Coast Salish First Nations. If you would like to know more about the effects of colonization and support some indigenous charities and organizations, you can go to the resources page on our website at tabletoptitties.com slash resources. With me, I am joined by the investigators of the occult and unusual and guest. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Charlie Bear. I go by Char. My pronouns are she, they. And tonight I am playing Octavia Miller, the Tremere, whose pronouns are she, her. Hello, everyone. My name is Rachel Thielate. My pronouns are she, her, and I am playing Evelyn Stormlost, the Nosferatu, whose pronouns are also she, her. My mouth just stopped moving there for a second. That was very strange. I was like, what the fuck? I've said this name so many times. Why is this weird? <laughs> hey, I am Casper the MB Ghost. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and um, tonight I am playing Belgium Jerry, a use player of nouns all for me. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying hello my name is katrina but you can call me cat uh, my pronouns are she they but i'm comfortable with any and today i am playing abigail summers who's a dame and the pronouns are she her <laughs> i feel like before the show ends i'm going to get like a hanging microphone simply for intros hello everyone i'm dare <laughs> pronouns she they fey playing once Always and forever, Leon Cavallo, the heed they bay, the Toreador you cannot help but adore, and who will leave you wanting, needing, nay, pleading for more. Ooh. And today, <laughs> we are joined by a guest. Would you like to introduce Hi. yourself? Uh, I'm Margaret Crone. You can find me at Margaret Crone in all the places. I go by she, they, and um, today I will be playing Ambrose, and you'll find out more about them uh, soon. And she goes by she, her. Ah, I'm so scared. Um, adding to the fear tonight, we have Sirenscape, which helps make our uh, stream more atmospheric. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. And if you are watching our show live on Twitch right now, thank you for engaging. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch sub a month, and we'd be so honored if you chose to use it on us. If you don't use it at all, it just goes back to Jeff Bezos, and nobody wants that. So support us! <laughs> uh, possible triggers for tonight. Occult, mental illness, trauma, vampire stuff, and bees. If any of those things are too much for you or if you feel overwhelmed, feel free to step away, uh, compose yourself and come back or skip the episode entirely and come back and next time. Uh, we will always have a last time on that uh, will catch you up. Um, but without further ado, uh, as you can see, my, my green screen doesn't, it's not going to comply <laughs> today. So, uh, without further ado, sit back for titties by night. 
previously on Kitty's by Night. I don't know why I started it that way. The IOU continued their night at the feeding pit after discovering that Leon's golden cylinder was actually an audio recording of one of their performances. Octavia confronted him about his true feelings. Meanwhile, Jerry followed his prospective food deeper into the establishment and slipped into a nightmare. There, the demon inside of him offered him a choice of finally drinking alcohol again, a deal that Jerry accepted pretty much right away. (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn had a vision of her sire uh, and Tanita, who mocked her for losing control over her hive and her gang. They demanded that she feed and never forget where she got her powers from. Abigail was pulled aside by Diana, who told her that for the next three nights, she can ask for anything she may want. But after those three nights, she became a regular customer. Octavia had a nightmare of her father finding out what she is and claiming he's in the afterlife with her mother. And Leon saw the entire feeding pit on fire. The nightmares quickly shifted uh, to something more pleasant. Um, Seemingly, everyone lost their kindred powers. After a bit of time wandering in a more human-looking feeding pit, Leon spotted the silhouette of a child. Everyone found themselves falling into some troubling behavior before Prophet declared that he can't hold on. The vision stopped abruptly with Leon standing in front of said child. But we're going to cut back a little bit. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, we can keep cutting away from the baby thing. I don't need to unpack that. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave you hanging. Uh, because we are uh, back out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting back really, really quick. Um, <laughs> we're out in the middle of the, the London city streets. It is a bustling night tonight. Uh, the streets are packed with kind, uh, wandering here and there, enjoying their evening, coming back from meals or heading to drinks, um, out on dates or just in a group of friends. Uh, laughing with not a care in the world. And we see a child walking along the streets. Margaret, would you please describe your character? Yeah, kind of almost in like a skipping stance, like happily skipping. You see what looks like a child that's maybe seven years old, about three foot nine. Um, They have like short blue hair adorned with these really cute bows that match their really frilly dress and you can hear kind of as they're skipping the little tap of their tiny shoes hitting the ground um you you get a few looks it is a bit late uh for a child to be out especially by themselves and you see once in a while like a group of strangers like look back as you pass them kind of concerned and, and whispering to themselves. Um, and you see a, a young woman um, coming out of a shop, uh, holding um, a bag, just can, just holding some of what she's bought, and sort of looks down at you as you are passing and says, oh, uh, ma'am, uh, uh, little miss, are you, uh, are your parents around? I don't think they are. Um, do you- do you know where they might be? It's uh, it's quite dangerous. There's um, a lot of a lot of things that could go wrong at late at night in London. <laughs> I think I can handle anything that comes my way. I'll be fine. 
Thanks for a concern, though. Um, all right. Uh, and she just kind of, like, watches you as she just walks up the street. Uh, a few passerbys, like, scoff at her a little bit as they keep going. And you spot something. You spot almost like a shadow version of herself, like, emerge out of her back. And she seems to be beaming and smiling and dressed to the nines uh, and sort of like flicker in place as she's pulled back into her body. A phenomenon that has been happening more frequently now that um, the dreaming has become harder and harder to message other kindred from. sign that things are starting to get a little bit chaotic. Uh, But you have a mission, and you can continue on your way. Um, I think that Ambrose watches for a moment and just is smiling and standing there, and then turns around and continues skipping. (laughs) Um, You know that the people that you're looking for are at the colloquially named feeding pit. Um... You've been given loose instructions. Not exactly the most clear instructions on where to find them, but uh, you know that uh, they are the ones that will probably be able to help you. Um, You have a general idea of where it is. Can you go ahead and give me a wits and investigation or use any of your various disciplines to try to find uh, where this might be? Ooh, wits and investigation. All right. Maybe not my best, but I will attempt. Ooh, zero successes. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Kyle's <laughs> just uh, lost in the streets. <laughs> you kind of get, uh, get turned around a it little bit. do be bit. like that. It- <laughs> <laughs> the the occasional like visage of dreams uh, kind of turns you around. Some buildings that used to exist that no longer exist anymore sort of pop up in places um, as kind around you remember and have fond memories of of going to them. Um, and almost in like waves uh, from the north emitting out, causing these sort of like disturbances of dream states. Um, and you can tell that it's almost like ramping up. Um, but you are incredibly lost and sort of find yourself um, turned around in like a back alley sort of area. And you can see just like crowds of people moving along the streets and stuff. Um, you can hear what sounds like commotion uh, coming deeper from the alleyway. Curiosity. I'll go check it out. Um, as you walk, you hear what almost sounds like fighting. You hear a loud smack and the sound of someone possibly hitting the ground. Um, and you can see a silhouette of somebody holding what looks like a knife standing over a lump mass uh, underneath them. Um, Ambrose stays really, really still so much until she looks like she just becomes part of the shadow. Um, for a moment, the 
assailant sort of like turns around thinking that they heard something and they're looking directly towards you and sort of narrow their sight uh, but slowly turn back and uh, point their knife down at the mass. Do you do anything? What are, what are they pointing at? What, what, is, what, what, what do they do? Uh, <laughs> do you want to approach? Uh, no, she's going to just stay very still, but like watching, trying right. to see what. Uh, give happening. me a quick wits and awareness. Then. Okay. The classic wits awareness. role. Wits awareness. All right, I'm supposed to be better at that. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be, you know, never know how the dice are going to work. Five successes. Ooh. Nice. Very good. Um, you sort of like narrow your eyes and you can see the mass like move and sort of like try to get up and you can see that it is a person um, and they're holding in their hand what almost looks like a coin purse, uh, holding it towards the figure um, who then immediately like swipes it and like almost like faints to stab at them um, and then begins to walk away. But you see them like stop and look back as the mass sort of stands up um, and like starts to walk away from them. Um, and the person with the knife slowly walks up behind them and stabs them in the back. Uh, and almost like pushes them off the blade and walks into the street. At about that time, you see a massive barrel of a man walk out from the streets and like almost with one hand grab the assailant by the throat and slam them up against the wall and begin dragging them out into the crowd uh off into the distance okay so is there someone dying near Uh, me there's currently someone dying and bleeding out in the alleyway well i have to feed on them so So true. <laughs> if they're dying, I might as well. Uh, go for it. You don't even have to roll. They can't really put up a fight at this point. Uh, you get the impression that they were stabbed in a pretty vital organ. Uh, and you can go ahead and remove all of your hunger as you feed on them until their last breath. Free food. Yeah. I wasn't even hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I like this kid. <laughs> um, and I think that like even right before they, uh, she does that um, she just says like a command word to them and says shh it's gonna be alright <laughs> and then she beats on them as you do you you almost get this like draw and a little like phantom trickle of blood emerges from the wound um, and almost begins like softly moving away from them in the direction that you had seen uh, the assailant be dragged off to. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Ambrose will follow. She's curious now. As you do, you can see now that like the massive man is still walking through the streets and like people are almost giving him a wake um and you hear a name spoken 
the large man says, All right, you and I are destined for Diana's, man. <laughs> I bet you ain't getting out alive. Um, a name that peaks a memory. Uh, the feeding pit, colloquially named, uh, not many vampires refer to its actual name, and the person who has sent you doesn't actually know its real name, but he does know that it is run by a person named Diana. Oh. So does that sound like that's where this big guy's headed? Certainly seems that way. Oh. Ambrose just smiles, and she's like, I got a meal, and it looks like you're pointing me in the right direction. Perfect. <laughs> and she just skips and just continues to follow them. <laughs> you sort of follow along as this blood trail almost, like, it's almost like a wisp of blood just following the, the dagger that had killed this person. Um, and it leads you to a very... Hmm, how... I mean, I'm just checking your sheet. My oh, yeah, sheet? You would certainly, you would certainly know. You see the uh, the large man walk towards a wall, and with your level of auspects, you know that you can sort of see the wall sort of like shimmer a little bit as the man just walks directly through it and disappears from sight. Oh, this is gonna be so much fun! Uh, and she just like goes through the wall. <laughs> um, you see almost like a grotesque loading bay. Uh, there is a obscured uh, back alley um, that has a that ends as at a brick wall and it is just stacked with corpses. Um, the corners are like filled to the brim. Uh, the entire alleyway is just drenched in blood and you can sort of see it flowing down into a grate uh, that goes into is the there, basement. Are there any bodies in that that look like they're maybe still alive and dying? Um, no. Okay. They look... And she will continue. ...of varying degrees of freshness, but all seem to be dead. And you catch, uh, just as the large man sort of walks through a door, um, on the side wall, still dragging his prey. I follow. All right. As you do, <clears throat> the door almost immediately opens up into a chasm of red and white drapes. Uh, it's almost like walking into a heart. Uh, and you very quickly lose sight of the individuals as they are dragged through. Um, and you guess, just based on the lead up to this place, this is none other, other than the feeding pit. Perfect. Looks like I'm gonna find you after all. <laughs> Let's see. Any, many, miny. And she's looking around to figure out if she can find the people that she's looking for. All right. Uh, you, you, you love. Everyone loves this role. Give me a wits and awareness. <laughs> <laughs> We're all so good at it. <laughs> I mean, I actually am. So, yeah. you know what? I am. I am. I am good at. Supposed to be <laughs> seven successes. Oh, jeez. Um, as you sort of walk through, um, 
the the density of these curtains is intentionally designed to obscure um, anybody who's with inside inside and moving through you have almost no issue navigating what is clearly a um, a mystical effect that makes it hard for people to navigate this area um, but you like an expert are pushing through you find uh, tables with clusters of, of vampires sort of like chatting and eating uh, that don't match the description um, you push through again and occasionally you see the silhouette of a very tall woman sort of just drifting in and out of these um, these drapes and uh, and you see the large barrel-chested man um, pushing through, uh, who is followed by a equally large man um, who seems to be almost like lost in thought and can't see you right now. Okay, is this is this one of the people that I'm looking for? Uh, you would recognize from the description, uh, Jerry. Well, you're gonna be the easiest one to find. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I think Ambrose, um, like, throws something at them, but then <laughs> kind of ducks and hides. Um, it hits and like smacks up against Jerry and like Jerry does not react at all and seems to just be walking forward and you can recognize that he is lost in dream right now hmm all right then I guess well that's no fun uh and Ambrose will run up behind them and tug at them still no reaction and as you're doing that you see the assailant from earlier being dragged through the curtains by a woman that you recognize as Evelyn, a uh, very lanky uh, Nosferatu with massive hair draping behind her. Um, and she pulls this assailant into a separate room as Jerry just keeps walking forward. Does Evelyn look like they're more with it from that? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, I thought you would be fun to mess with, but I guess I'll go over there. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> Ambrose <laughs> runs really quickly. Like you just hear like the pitter patter of her little shoes clacking against the ground. And then she's going to stand like really quietly next to wherever uh, Evelyn's like dragging this thing. Uh, it, she's gone through like another door and sort of closed it behind her. Okay. Push the door open. As you do, you see a large, isolated room uh, with red cushions. Uh, the assailant has sort of like been pushed into a corner, and Evelyn is standing there motionless. And you can see off in another corner two, like, j jittering figures who are mostly transparent. Uh, and you recognize um, another dream vision okay the the other people are also in a dream vision uh, the other two people are dream visions oh they are dream visions okay um ambrose will be 
we'll just kind of like shout out to Avalon then and be like, Hello? Uh, Is anyone in there? She begins to yell as if having an argument with someone and you see bees emerge from her and swarm around the uh, assailant and just start attacking as he screams. Oh, I don't like bees. Nope. Uh, and Ambrose turns around and goes back out. Uh, and um, I think she's going to try to spirit travel into Jerry's mind, Ooh. if they can. All right. Give me a moment to look up. If you wanted to spirit travel into anybody's mind, Jerry is the easiest target. <laughs> uh, do you know what the role for that is? I don't know what the role for it is. I'm Let's trying see. to look it up, and I can't find it. Uh, but we'll go ahead. And I mean, he's currently occupied by someone... Uh, doing a very similar thing. So I will say that you can piggyback off of that. Um, and you... You hear a voice that you don't recognize. Now, what are you doing here? Are you talking to me? Yeah. This brain's already occupied, sorry. Well, what are you doing here? <laughs> I've been invited in and uh, sort of been setting up camp. Oh, I like camping. <laughs> Cute. I ask again, what are you doing here? Well, you didn't really tell me what you were doing other than camping. If I have to answer a question, then you have to answer a question. And I think you should answer first because you asked me a question first. It's only fair. I'm... farming. Like turnips? Or what kind of farming are you doing? I'm, uh... planting and gathering souls oh that's neat is that good enough for you I mean it doesn't have to be good enough for me not like I'm grading you then I ask again what are you doing here I just want to talk to Jerry you know Jerry well I guess it depends on what you call as knowing Jerry. Like, I know Jerry. But do I know Jerry? I don't know if I know Jerry. No. Regardless, I'm... a little bit... preoccupied with Jerry at the moment. But he does have some friends here you could talk to. Alright. Can you point me in the direction? Because one of the friends has bees, and I'm not interested in bees, so yeah. if you can find a friend that doesn't have bees, that would be great. Find the fancy one. He'll talk to you. All right. 
Bye. Uh, <laughs> she goes back into her body from spirit traveling. <laughs> you feel a pulse again from the north as <clears throat> you begin to hear screaming in the feeding pit and arguing and panic as all of the kindred in the pit have collective dream visions. And then it settles. And you can go on your way. She doesn't seem like bothered by a bunch of people screaming. Um, and just continues looking for for the description description that she was given. Mm -hmm. uh, you the continue one. <laughs> pushing the through one. the curtains. Um, Which if there's a lot of venture here, there's lots of fancy ones. Yeah, you find a uh, a green-haired, uh, clearly Ventru, in a very nice uh, green suit, uh, just having a uh, meal by herself uh, in the feeding pit, um, seemingly trying to recover from whatever vision she had just had. Um, but you continue on. And eventually you find uh, the rest of the group. And it seems that everyone has reconvened as... Things are a little bit muffled here in the feeding pit. Um, you see now Evelyn sort of peeling the skin off of her hand uh, as Jerry is just like downing empty mugs or uh, empty cups around him. Um, but you see Leon notice you a little bit. Uh, everyone seems lost in their visions, but Leon looks directly at you and sort of stands up and begins walking into the curtains. Uh, and Hi, um, uh, are you the fancy one? Still no response. You see him now talking to a confused-looking kindred. Uh, as they both seem to not recognize who the other one is, but seem to be talking uh, as if they know each other. Hello. And you feel an immense wave that immediately washes over everybody and then stops. And you are standing in front of Leon. And Leon, you see this child. Um, is anyone in there? You guys are having an awfully weird conversation. I, I don't think you even know each other. I, I don't know who you are, small child, Howard. What's... I... A lot was just happening. Um, wh what are yeah, you Yeah, I think you here? all were dreaming. Maybe dreaming together. A group of them were screaming together, so I'm assuming that's what happened. You're Leon, right? Yes, Leon Cavallo, resident uh, artist, and... I'll leave it at artist for now. Uh, yeah, and I guess censure for, uh, London's Greater Vampire Area. Right, right. Venture in their titles, you have to give me all of them, don't you? I'm well, familiar, I'm Ambrose. Darling, just but... Ambrose. It's just that. And she offers her hand and then also offers, like, the hand of her stuffed animal at the same time. Leon outs because you said Venture, but they'll be fine about it. And they, like, they're still, a, you know, a good with people. And I think they, like, squat down and with both hands shake. It is a pleasure. Uh, what are you doing in the feeding pit? This is not really... I mean, I guess... You are... You're kindred first off, correct? He smiles, and you can see 
like two tiny, adorable little things. Cheeky okay. things. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Established. Um, I I don't think I've ever seen a kindred so small looking. Yeah, it's kind of illegal. Yeah, that makes sense. That feels that feels like it should be. Um, is there something you needed me for, or? Oh yeah, there's something I need you for. But um, maybe we should find a place to talk, and also maybe have find uh, your friends. But I don't know about the bee lady. You might have to tell them to keep the bees to themselves. You know. I the bees. Once she knows you're with with it's me, none of my bees. bees, with the bees. Wet. Or bees knees. I think Leon stops talking at that point. Uh, and like <laughs> sizes you up one more time. It's like, all right, all right. Well, fine. Um, just follow me. And I think I just try to find where everyone is. Uh, can I roll not to run into Shalom? <laughs> I'm fine with running into Shalom either way. Now that we way. know she's here. <laughs> I don't composure know and etiquette. <laughs> I don't know she's here, so Leon could still stumble into this, unfortunately. Roll me luck. <laughs> uh, just one one die for luck? What? No, just, uh, I was just joking. Um, I was ready. You, uh, you can make your way back to your group. Um, some of the curtains have sort of been torn down, uh, and you see Abigail standing there with some of them uh, in her hands uh, <laughs> as uh, Jerry is, like, pushing away from this random kindred who has no idea what's or no it was a it was a kind has no idea what's going on and has been beaten to a bloody pulp um, wait did not eat him uh did oh yeah you did eat him never mind well, you walk yeah, in I and jerry up, so. jerry has fully eaten a man uh <laughs> and abigail has torn down curtains <laughs> i would oh, man, maybe yeah much. oh i would yeah. maybe put those curtains down and be ready to apologize uh i'm not paying the bill for that one <laughs> hey, I I'm gonna fix it. I I can fix it. Just, just just be ready to apologize. You're new here. It's fine. I'm gonna. I'll pull a couple shifts. Sense. I'll work. I'll work. That a that a just, that a just, baby. All you is need to child? do is say sorry. I promise. <laughs> that, ignore the, little, ignore the child. You got a little baby. What'd you do? What'd you get? What? You got your papa. I don't have. Papa a, Leon? I don't have a child. I promise. You don't have a, oh, okay. Oi, as far Leon, as I know, I do not have kids. a child. No, there is a child with me. This is not my child. Those are two different sentences. We Wait, need to establish this. No, I mean, just said you are you Papa Leon. Wait, is, is Papa that Leon? Yeah, that sounds good. It's not. It does sound kind of good. Mm. Oh, hey, I, um, Abigail, uh, you are? I'm Ambrose. And Ambrose. she'll offer her hand to Abigail, and then she'll offer her, like, little stuffed animal's hand to Jerry. Jerry's gonna take his index finger and his thumb and like very gently like shake the hand. <laughs> uh, oi. Hey, how old are you? Well, that's kind of rude. If you're Leon's <laughs> kid, I want to know. I'm not his kid. Oh, uh, right, and. My apologies, miss. It's okay. Wait, yeah, no, but how old are you? Because I, I need to know that the, you're, you're a child right now. And it's or like my real, real age or like what I look like. 
do I do I call you Miss Ambrose? Like like Miss Evelyn? It's or just Miss Ambrose. Octavia? I'm not really into all the weird titles and stuff. I don't need that. It's just Ambrose. Also, yeah. Guess how old oh. I am. How old do you think I am? Uh, uh, Jerry's not great with numbers. Um, well, yeah, so, yeah, three hundred or something. I, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be something. One eight like, seven ooh. is what I'm guessing. Opposite, <laughs> wrong, you know? wrong. But you only get one guess, so you don't know, and you won't ever get to know. Two hundred forty-five. What if I? What if, what if I ask real nice? Can I get another no, guess? You get one shot. That's it. Please. He's a child. All right. Please, so please. I'm, I'm, I'm just going. Important things that I need to talk to you all about, and it's oh. not with my age. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is but. this happening near me? Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with Octavia. Where I'm ripping the skin off my arm and stopped. I guess. <laughs> I mean, near is a relative like, oh. term in the feeding pit. Um, but certainly near enough that the. Uh, the group could make their way to you soon enough, but uh, the muffled okay. nature of the feeding pit makes it hard to hear. Never mind then. <laughs> <gasps> well, maybe you you want to talk to all of us? Well, you all work together, right? Yeah, we're missing no way. And I'll look for um, Octavia and Evelyn. All right. Uh, you can, as I said, you can get back to the table if you want. It won't be yeah. too much of a hassle. I'm wearing I'm wearing one of the curtains because I know that I'm gonna have to like I will I will be replacing these. Uh, right, yeah. Jerry's gonna just stare down at the little girl and real quick, Abigail, <laughs> give me a wits and awareness mm -hmm. just for funsies. Just for funsies. Wits and awareness. We are witting and we are aware. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song? Um, it says oh, I've never had this happen before. It says five successes, and this is possible messy crit. What does Ooh. that mean? Um, you you haven't been that close to the curtains yet, mm. uh, but as it is, as it is now draped over you and touching your skin, uh, it is incredibly flesh. thin flesh. I was gonna ask. It's kind of her thing. <laughs> and yeah. you see me put it on, and I'm like, ooh, and then I like take a look and I go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe I won't be fixing these ones. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh do the does the group head towards the rest of yes, the Yes, all the all yeah. All Absolutely. right. Uh then uh Evelyn and Octavia, uh, you can hear the um, continued conversation uh, with this child as they emerge into your little pod. Um, well, Miss Evelyn, Miss Octavia, um, Leon's got a kid named Anne, Rosie. What? Ambrose. My name's Ambrose. Also not my child. I don't <laughs> have nice one as far child. as I know. Did you see, I'm assuming my arm is still like because yeah. that actually happened yeah so i'm just like trying to like put stuff back it doesn't hurt because <laughs> i'm a fucking gross ass uh. but i'm just like very distracted i'm just like please repeat what <laughs> sorry a lot just happened what in the 
Bloody hell happened to Yoan? I don't know. Like I well, said, there you was were a lot dragging bodies into this room, and then a bunch of bees appeared, and I I, I left after that point because I didn't really want to be around it. Fair enough. Why were you? Damn. That was a earlier. Yes. Anyways, hi. You are Ambrose. She offers her uh, stuffed animal to shake your hand. She doesn't want to touch you. That's fair. <laughs> I think I will reach out my other arm that's not floppy and kind of gently, like, just kind of touch the hand of the stuffed animal. I'm like, a pleasure. This is my other associate, Octavia. Octavia, meet Ambrose, apparently. Lovely to meet you. Hi. Oh, uh, she can't see, Ambrose, so your wave doesn't do much. And you see oh. a woman with, like, a blue bob, big, big glasses, but behind her glasses, just, like, white uh, cataract eyes, um, and a large black dog with red eyes uh, sits at her feet, wearing um, a vest with a harness uh, as her guide dog. Ambrose just smiles. <laughs> She can't see her either. <laughs> but now I'll just smile now. I can feel the smile. <laughs> I can feel many things about it. can feel the smile. Look, uh, I'm not arguing with a kid. <laughs> and as I feel the smile, I'm also going to scry the soul. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> person. Be like, who is kid? Good luck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ambrose, you're gonna roll composer, uh, sorry, composure and subterfuge, and I'm gonna roll intelligence and aspects. Composure and subterfuge. Also, give me a round. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a five. I get home oh, no. Four successes. Ooh. I might beat you, but we'll see. I haven't rolled yet. So I'm picking oh. up all my dice. <laughs> I'm like, I have so, so many. many. <laughs> Um, one, two, three, four. Oh, four. Oh, Ooh, it's a match. I, I don't think I get anything then. No, you damn it. Reach out, and your power is almost—it's like scrambled a bit as you project towards Ambrose. Um, and it, it just doesn't connect. It sort of gets fuzzy and wiggly a bit, and then. Poof, Dissipates. A kind spirit is clearly here. Can I sense the beast? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh damn. <laughs> Going straight like, to powers and know. not asking questions. I, I just want to know her age. Uh, this is how I they ask questions. Margaret like, <laughs> Mar 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 like uh, insight check. <laughs> Ambrose roll composure and subterfuge, and uh, Evelyn roll resolve and animalism. Okay, okay, so I have to roll the same thing again. Composure, yeah. subterfuge. You're just blocking yourself from <laughs> these two kindred who are just like, what are you? Oh, it's another four. Mind powers. Oh my God. These two like those, those kids on the playgrounds who are like, block. I blocked it. Block. block it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just shield. I just shield up. You can I read me. your mind. Oh, we'll no, you see. didn't. I blocked it. <laughs> so I got a seven. Ooh. Ooh. Um, definitely kindred. Uh... Without a doubt, Malkavian. Uh-huh, okay. 
Um, oh, so that's what that move does, because I have it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He, since the beast doesn't give me a sense of how old this kindred would be, I'm assuming. I don't uh, think it does. Unless no. I'm not reading it right. But yeah, okay. Uh, I cool. could give you things like sire and stuff like that, but I'll I'll tell you it's not that important. No. It's cool. not important for your particular question. Cool. Awesome. Uh yeah, I will sit quietly with this information for now. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> oh, also you can sense the hostility levels. Are you hostile, Ambrose? No. Very funny. Okay. Like, yes. So, <laughs> I should have been like, yes. Okay, yeah. that has been very into that, that clan is dream centric, if I'm not mistaken. And we just had a really fucked up dreams, but they're not hostile. So I'm getting very mixed messages. I'm I mean, just going to say, you, on, this, on this channel, finding out immediately if a guest is hostile is a good first start. Yes. Yeah. This is true. I will, yeah, I'm just like, sitting quietly, just kind of processing this information, and I kind of have a raised eyebrow, and I'm like, what brings you here, Ambrose? Um, well, you. Well, all of you. Care to elaborate? Do you, are you okay with me talking about things here? Is it secure? It's a, it's a bar full of vampires. I mean, we did just all have a weird dream situation. I would say going back to the office might be a better move than here right now. I tried to find your office and I got a little lost and distracted, but I ended up here, so it all worked out anyway. Serendipitous. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with leaving if everyone else is. Final round, that wolf for the road. You just finished a man. <laughs> I was talking Ew. about a beer, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you all hear rustling through the the curtains um, as Diana sort of like slowly makes her way out. Uh, and you can see now, Ambrose, the figure that you had seen the silhouette of, a uh, tall Zumichi um, with almost like uh, corset uh, stitching along her head, uh, large flesh wings down her back, um, and a bride's dress that is covered in blood. I apologize for the inconvenience tonight. Um, please, I I must clean up a bit. Uh, and sort of like looks at uh, you, Abigail, and like smirks. <laughs> I, uh, listen, I, ooh, let me do some dishes next day, please. She, she I'm really sorry. Three nights, remember. <laughs> Three but please, you're welcome back anytime, but I must vacate for tonight. Understood. And sort of like looks down at you. I understand, but okay. Mm. Okay. And sort of like shifts back uh, through the drapes. Mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you say that out loud? No, 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 no. <laughs> say, Leon will rip you apart. You're um, the one who has you're a You're the one with a child. It's not. <laughs> uh, so are you going to all head back to the IOU then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do uh, it. Um, I'm going to try, oh. try and stop by a bar. 
and not get drunk. But uh. yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, are we gonna say Leon? I was gonna try to see if we could get any sort of uh, comp on this since uh, everything went to hell. I they think don't like charge on the way anything. Out, <laughs> I, you can just walk yeah. in. I'm just trying to see if we can get some preferential treatment for next time. Yeah, we get one night now. Now, um, that can happen off screen. I'll make a roll yeah. for it. I'll That's say just Leon trying to get a better booth. I'll say as well if Jerry wants to get drunk along the way, I will say that it is easy enough to find a bar. Uh, where you can discreetly feed. Um, oh, so you, you can no, cons- I just wanted to get drunk. I, I don't need to feed. He just wants the booze to barf up I've... in the IOU and make us clean it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. have not cleaned up after me in a good long minute. Hard cut to the IOU. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry covered in puke. <laughs> puke blood, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, roll me a willpower, Jerry, just to see yes. if you're drunk. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You want to succeed. Just, just keep the alcohol in you. Just, yes, I know. Just I want to spite me. <laughs> Three successes. All right, we'll say that you are drunk. Uh, and Abigail, you are brought into this massive office, uh, two stories with a loft uh, that has uh, doors leading off elsewhere. Uh, it looks very recently decorated um, and there is a sort of meeting area and a desk and off to the side a parlor room Um, and it is a secure place for all of you to communicate I think Ambrose kind of like runs around and is like looking at everything and touching everything (laughs) (laughs) Oi you um Ambie uh, you you want a drink? Oh, you have a drink. Tumble gin. You want one? Like uh, water. Jerry, you you can't do that. <laughs> well, she's already like one of us, so. Well, I mean, yeah, but you know. You Sure. All right then. Should be interesting. Yep, I'm gonna Should pour. Probably it hold her. it better than you, Jerry. I'm doing fine, thank you. And I, I hand, I hand uh, Ambrose a glass. Cheers. <laughs> Ambrose clinks it and smells it. I'ma down it in a shot. Doesn't smell great. <laughs> uh, kind of smells like most food that a kindred would smell. Just unappetizing. She like crinkles her nose and goes. It kind of smells funny. And then just puts it down. <laughs> yeah. I'm blitzed, so I don't notice it. Um, <laughs> I finished mine, and I got two successes. All right. You're, you're, you, can keep it, you can keep it for now. Yes. Just know you're renting this. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> so how does your work work? Because this doesn't seem very professional. You'd be surprised. We still managed to uh, do quite a bit of uh, professional work. What are you talking about? I'm a bastion of professionalism. (laughs) Literally Evelyn trying to hold back a laugh. 
What is it that you're requiring our assistance for? The IOU has many different capabilities. I'm sure we'll be able to help you. Well, as you probably noticed, there's kind of some weird dreamy stuff happening and not the kind of dreamy things that you want to be happening. Yes, we've yeah. been experiencing them lately as well. So, I also heard that you guys are kind of like besties with, with Sydney Jones, so I thought maybe you might be able to help me out. Ah. Are, you, are you not familiar with him being a Malkavian yourself? Oh, I know him. What do you need us for, then? Well, that's why I'm here. So, I didn't really want to talk about him from everybody else, but now that I'm just here, um, I kind of work with him at the asylum. We've been working on this project called Daydream, and, well, we're really just trying to help people. We kind of induce patients into, like, a never-ending sleep, but it's so that we can help them with their mental illnesses on, like, a more controlled plane. So, you know, we're trying to do good things. But in session D142, something really horrible happened. He kind of got trapped, and now I don't know how to get him out of there. And the patient, patient L655, is using his powers. Right, and wait. is that how we've all been affected by these dreams during the night? Maybe? Mm. You saying the tiny little cuckoo man did this to me? Well, it seemed like it was not technically him, but, um, well, maybe he did. He might be trying to reach out to you. I don't know. Dreams are kind of weird places. Where is he? But that's why I'm talking to you, so that you can help me find him. Well, um, if I knew where he was, I wouldn't be here. No, well, I'm not talking about Cuckoo Man. I'm talking about uh, the patient asylum LGBTQ+. Also, yellow card for calling people Cuckoo. Sorry. Mm. No worries. Um, patient L655? Yeah, him. Do I know where they are? Uh, they're at the asylum. There's a controlled space that this is. This all takes place. It just went out of control. Okay. Well, Bro. they're inside of the asylum. Uh, it's in a room that they can't really get out of. It's got like padded walls and no windows, and it's deep, deep inside the basement. Sounds like a lovely time. Is Sydney uh, really there as is well? actually. And it's just well, his consciousness that's gone? Separate or... problem. Apologies, sorry. Um, is Sydney there physically? Or is he physically somewhere else as well as his mental state? No, he's just mentally not there. Like a potato. Okay. Mm. So, he was... Kind of how we do this is we kind of go into people's minds and we help them with their problems. We can help them solve their problems. But in this one, it didn't really work the way that it was supposed to. 
boy. Well, I definitely don't want to have any more of those terrible dreams. So, if this will help that cease to be, yes. as well as gain favor with Mr. Sidney Jones, I don't see why we should not help you. Jonesy, ass his name. Right. Um, you think if we kill the LGBTQ plus boy, um, that... <laughs> What a sentence. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, that one punched me in the mouth. That L L six five five baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the name is right there. <laughs> right, yeah, that fella. We kill him, that um Jonesy's brain will go back into his body. Oh. That is a theory, I suppose, but it's not a very good one because it's kind of dangerous. Also, there's a chance that, like, he could get stuck in some weird space in between. I also think it's general practice for doctors to not approve of someone killing their patient. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes you have to kill a patient, but, you know. Yo! Um, what exactly do you need us to... Mm -hmm. to, to help. Well, I was hoping you would help <laughs> me find him and, and get him out of the guy's mind. And make it so that the patient doesn't keep using his abilities. Right, yeah, my plan. Have you ever um, assisted creatures other than Kindred in going in <clears throat> these uh, daydreams? I would love to be able to bring my dog. Hmm. Um, I haven't never had a dog go inside someone's mind, but certainly could try. Well, I assume we might as well go. What? Just real, real quick question. Ember, come in, come in. And Jerry's going to scoot up really, really close to you. Um, he smells like gin and blood. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but he's going to like whisper in your ear. He's like, you know what? Go inside a dog. Excuse me. Excuse me. Phrasing. <laughs> Excuse me. Again. Jerry. Jerry Am I go inside the dog's mind? This episode. <laughs> Finish the phrase. Finish the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Could I go inside like a dog's brain? There we go. Well, we got I there. think in theory you probably could. Mm -hmm. But there is kind of some dangerous things that happen with that, you know, depending on how intelligent a creature is, sometimes it cannot I'm go so well. I'm super intelligent. Got this. <laughs> um, I was referring more to the dog. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. But you know what? Yeah, about the same level of that intelligence. you think that too, because maybe that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, no. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah, let's, let's do, uh, let's, let's do the helping Jonesy thing. Is he gonna be alright? We have a generally high success rate. I, uh, did have a follow-up question. Uh, entering someone's mind, are there any side effects or anything for us to worry about as people who don't do this on a regular basis? Well, there's a lot of different things that can happen. So, um, well, sometimes they don't want to in their, in their minds. 
and so they will try to push you out of it. And that sometimes manifests in all kinds of weird ways, like nightmares or or like bad things. Um, or sometimes they can just be really annoying and just want to hang out with you all the time. <laughs> that sounds more like that's Sydney. <laughs> I got a question. Can I still punch people when we're in when my brain's still in the other person? Um, kind of, but it's more like a mental punching. Uh, yeah, I, but it can affect someone physically too. Like they could die. But I'm very smart. Got a big brain, so mm -hmm. yeah. We're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna save your friend Jonesy, um, and then we'll do the thing we talk about. Where are in the dog? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Octavia just like holds Prophet closer. <laughs> <Okay>. Mine. <laughs> Does anyone want to grab anything before you head off to the uh, asylum? Which is bringing me to my final question of, um, <laughs> is there any way to prepare, if we, to prepare ourselves in going on this journey, any physical items that we would bring with us? Do we need to have them with us or can we just think mm -hmm. of them and they appear? Oh, well, sometimes when you think of them, they can come with you, but... Usually you just go with what you have. So if there's something that you think is going to help you, then you probably want it with you. Excellent. Prophet, mm. please fetch the Ghostbuster. <laughs> uh, you see the dog sort of like trot off <clears throat> towards... Um, uh, do you keep it in your seance room or in the basement? In the bedroom, yeah. All right. In the basement. And he sort of trots and like jumps up and pulls the, the doorknob and opens up and goes down into the basement. Um, and a few minutes later comes back holding basically like like um, bellows that have been heavily modified into a strange contraption um, with a... Uh, oh no, you have a, the modified Ghostbuster now that's basically just a, a focused version of the red gem. The um, Ghostbuster 2, someone It's been a while say. since that has come up. So it is just a red gem with a bunch of like wild mechanisms uh on it um that you can you can sort of feel energy coming from it the moment that prophet brings it forward uh and this is a weirdly powerful device anyone else need anything yeah I... i'm gonna go over and pour me another one i you do not need more <laughs> I Jesus Christ. I I think I legitimately might do something about that. <laughs> uh, you legitimately might try. Um yeah, sure. I will use I will burn a fleetness for this. Why not? <laughs> I think I I think uh caring is sometimes stepping in. Yeah. We're about I'm to start in... combat. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm going to make a rouse roll. All right. That was a 7. I don't get hungry. And are you just trying to grab the I uh, move yes, move at dizzying speeds. I know it's it's dex plus athletics. Yeah. Give me death dex plus athletics. Yeah. Dex plus <laughs> athletics. Wow. That's... That combination on my 
my braces. Dex, it's just Dex athletic. Dex plus athletic. Um, <laughs> and I, this is this is a labor of love. Uh, that's three successes. Uh, you can add your celerity uh, as well. Oop, just the points of your celerity as a success. Okay, so that's five successes. Um, Jerry, give me a Jackson athletics as well. Ooh. See if you can hold on to this. I know alcohol doesn't make you weaker, so I can't even be like he's drunk. Uh, no, it makes me stronger. That's what's. <laughs> I but he's not fighting, so it I, cancels each other out. You're, yes, you're getting snagged. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I got one success. My right. my Mid drink, the glass mm -hmm. disappears from your hand. Oi. This is an act of love. Uh, you can have this when we're done with the mission. You don't need to tie one on right before we work. For fighting, it's a lot better when I'm drunk. You're you're doing wonderful already. You're already, you're Jerry. When are you not ready to fight? That's true. <laughs> that that is true. Yeah, and if, oh. if nobody <laughs> else has anything they'd want to do, we can head off to the north. <laughs> I will attack you with the north. <laughs> um, the uh, the IOU carriage that you are traveling in, um, Ambrose, is massive. It is this large black carriage pulled by five uh, Clydesdales, um, just barreling through the streets, um, taking up most of the space. Um, it is a wild way to ride, um, but it is quick. And it doesn't take long before you head through the uh, streets of London towards the north. Uh, it's been a while since you felt any pulse coming from there, uh, which is a bit alarming. That final one in the feeding pit was the last one that you felt. Um, and all of you may be relieved that uh, no visions have happened since uh, the moment that last one ended. And... As you approach, I imagine a lot of you know of the asylum, but maybe haven't been here before. It is a large building. Um, it has a lawn in front of it with a uh, path that sort of leads up and around and then back down. Um, it has multiple stories and pointed tops, and it seems like a fairly nice building. Uh, and the carriage approaches but stops before it even reaches the threshold of the lawn and the horses just seem confused and this seems to be as far as they want to go what would I get? Uh, Ambrose will look out and be like oh, it's right there but I don't think the horses want to go that's fair Ominous. Yeah, it's know if I really want to go. I haven't felt a pulse in a while. Aren't you Kindred? Wouldn't you not have a pulse? <laughs> no, it's not what we were talking about, Jerry. Um, alright. I'm gonna hop out of the thing because I don't know what it. I don't know what's going on, and I just <laughs> want some fresh air. So I was just like. Oh. So I'm gonna wait patiently outside of the carriage. I'm walking the rest of the way. I don't really 
really want to walk though. Well, we're not carrying you unless you ask Jerry nicely. He's drunk. He might. Okay. But also, he's drunk, so. <laughs> I think Aunt Ambrose will go, like, hop out and be like, Jerry, you're going to carry me. <laughs> nice. No, right. Yeah, help on then. <laughs> <laughs> Ambrose gets on Jerry's back. As I leave the carriage, I'll head to the front uh, and put my hands up to touch the side of Fiend's um, neck, give her a few pats, uh, say thank you. We'll be back soon, darling. If I could have a moment with Octavia to ask her something, it, just as she's on her own. All right. I thought of something. I'm not sure if you'll know the answer. Uh, you've dealt with being in Malkavian dreams before with Imogen, yes? Yes. Do you know if having multiple individuals involved beast-wise would pose a problem in the dream world? Something I'm a bit anxious about. I would imagine it's your consciousness that's heading there. And the fact that you have multiple of them inside, it could be. Uh, but I would like to roll to know for sure. Uh, you don't have to, because oh. at that moment, you hear Fiend say, Well, I imagine it can't be that good. <sighs> Hello. Hish posh, go along. Sydney Jones, isn't it? Yes. Uh, it seems to be Fiend. Yeah? Well, the voice sounded like Sydney Jones, though, yeah? No, it sounded like a... A horse? A very... Uh, it <laughs> a sounded horse like a, horse? It sounded like a woman, <laughs> a very posh-sounding okay. woman. Oh, okay, I guess it wasn't flamboyant enough to be Sydney Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, when we get back, we've got to have a conversation. Hmm. I have a feeling I'm in for a bad time, but hopefully we can all make it back in one piece. Why, before we go, Feed, why are you not approaching closer than this? That seems weird. I don't want to go. You have <laughs> the boundary. best of, best of luck. Uh, I got <laughs> We'll see you soon. Uh, and I'll uh, reach out. Uh, oh, no, I'll grab uh, Prophet's harness and say, mm. lead the way. Um, as uh, I reach out my arm, other arm to, uh, for Evelyn. As you all walk towards the asylum, the air feels weird. Um, everything becomes a bit shimmery, except for you, Ambrose. Everything seems perfectly fine. Um, and as you step closer, uh, you all see Fiend sort of turn into smoke, still in the shape of a uh, dog walking with uh, Octavia. Yep. Each Still of you drunk. get the impression that you may already be entering the dream. And that's where we're going to go on break. Ah! Ah! <laughs> so we'll be Terrifying. right back. Here you are. I got to talk to my horse. <laughs> <laughs> At Tabletop Titties, we never play a campaign without at least one session zero. 
Did you know that there's actually a TTRPG clothing brand that has this in mind? At Session Zero Clothing and Accessories, you can find hats, pins, jackets, t-shirts, and more, all with fantastic TTRPG designs. We know you'll like what you see, so why not grab some new merch before your next game night? Shop now at session-zero.com. It's never cool to skip out on Session Zero. We love Elderwood Academy's mission to make people happier with their gaming, and we love their customization options for their fantastic products. Elderwood Academy offers gaming-themed gear, including spellbook dice trays, dice boxes and towers, and other enchanting RPG supplies. The titties all received amazing hex chests to store our dice. These handcrafted hex chests are made of top-grade solid hardwoods and feature magnetic enclosures and a sculpted beehive interior to hold your dice in style. Shop today at elderwoodacademy.com. That's E-L-D-E-R-W-O-O-D academy.com. Hello, folks. It's Sarah here to remind you that you can influence our games by supporting us on patreon.com slash tabletop titties. It's only on Patreon that you can gain access to unique polls that control elements of both our Dungeons and Dragons show as well as our Vampire the Masquerade campaign. What spell scrolls await in a dungeon's treasure chest? Should the guest PC be kind or disgusted by the coterie? You decide. You can also create your own magic items to be featured in the games, and it's the best way to support the show. All of this and more can be found at patreon.com slash tabletop titties. And remember, whenever we say tabletop titties, it's with double D's. As you approach the asylum, you can definitely tell that something is strange, but nothing has happened yet. And as you move closer, uh, that like density of the air just sort of like wraps around you. It almost feels like being in the um, feeding pit, but now on a metaphorical level. Uh, and eventually you make your way to the large doors uh, at the entrance. Um, it is dark inside uh, and there's there doesn't seem to be any lights on right so it's the person um Rosie oi you wait back um, <laughs> I think Ambrose jumps down and then um so you said it's dark in here is it normally dark in here um I mean usually you guys don't need lights on um, it just seems to be that it's been put into a state of shut off at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, I think that if, if it's not normally turned off, I think that might be weird for her. So she probably is going to go try to figure out why. Are you going to open the front door? Yeah. Open the uh, door. As you open it, um... You see the regular entrance of the asylum, sort of the, like, uh, seating area for uh, new patients coming in, the uh, desk where uh, people will be uh, met and assessed. And as you open it, though, you see sort of, like, flickering, almost like dream visions overlapping the room. And you see what appears to be almost like a, a nice carpet uh, flickering beneath you and like 
lights sort of coming off and on. The rest of you, as Ambrose opens the door, immediately see a beautiful entrance hall uh, with the comforting, comfortable seatings off to the side and like uh, a nice writing desk. Uh, lights sort of glow on uh, as the entire area seems uh, welcoming and warm. This place doesn't look so bad. Home sweet home. <laughs> Do you all enter? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stumble after Ambrose. <laughs> um, Shall we visit patient L655's room? All right. Um, and Ambrose will start making their way that way. All right. You begin leading them. Uh, through the hall. Is Prophet, important question, is Prophet in this dream state? Uh, yes, everybody can see Prophet. Yay. Again, as like a smoke cloud, like a black, riling smoke cloud in the shape of a dog uh, with sort of Yay. these like red glowing uh, spheres where the eyes would be. That's, um, that's sick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that both Jerry and Leon have seen in the past when when Prophet sort of went full shadow in the IOU uh, a, a year and a half ago, um, this seems to sort of be Prophet's spirit. Um, but you continue uh, leading the group, uh, and occasionally you see like flickering of like nice paintings on the wall, and uh, it seems that somebody is trying to decorate this place through visions and through these sort of like daydream projections. Um, and you begin to lead them, uh, down towards the basement. Um, and Ambrose described it as a padded room. Um, but as you enter, it is almost like an open space with a smaller room in the center made of glass. Um, and you can see like padding and stuff around it. Um, but you can see sort of in the center lying on two uh, beds are a figure that you don't recognize and Sidney Jones. Leaning up Boy. against the glass container, uh, you see a sort of lanky figure uh, just looking into the glass, wearing a sort of pinstriped suit um, and almost... <laughs> I hate myself for making this reference. Almost like a fashionable Jamiroquai hat. Um... Both or Evelyn. I'm you... sad that that was over my head because it seems like it's a nerd thing. <laughs> Jamiroquai was a popular who made one popular song like 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, <laughs> um, Evelyn, you would recognize this as uh, Baron Schneider, who is ah. uh, Sydney's friend. And he's just sort of like looking into the glass room, just leaning up against it. Oh, yes. He's been here every day. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. Um, what are we seeing right now? Um, I see you standing in front of the glass. And we're all looking at you. What do you mean? I've just been... Hi. Hi. Um, you must be the investigators? Yes. Mm-hmm. I went and got them. Good job. 
I don't know why Sydney didn't send me. I've met them before, but that's fine. Um, well, probably because I come back with them. And you all are aware of what's going on. And you're all actually mm. here? That's a good question. You're all here, right? Are you here? As we know. I don't want to answer that question. Let's it's not get esoteric. Setting. Yes, we're here. Ambrose walks up to um, Baron and pinches him. How? <laughs> You're here. Don't pinch me back. Just kind of like air what? pinches you, like he's squishing your head. <laughs> Jerry's gonna go to go up and try and pinch him. No. Oh! Ah, <laughs> please, I'm okay. I'm well aware that we're here. Um, yeah, pinch him. No, pinch me, please. Ow, this hurts a lot. <sighs> but you're... Then he goes to start pinching himself. He's in that stage of drunkenness right now. Oh my lord. Oh. Well, I, you, so... you don't know this, Ambrose, but we came up with a plan while you were gone and, and Sydney had a moment of um, control. All right, what was the plan? Uh, the plan is to confront the patient's inner demons, so to speak, and relieve them of their uh, power over them. You Sydney's convinced that it was... Uh, I would normally say it was metaphorical, but unfortunately in this current state it might not necessarily be so. Um, I think I've killed a demon before. Perfect. I'm glad you're here then. You did a good job, Ambrose. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there is a bit of a snag. Um, it does seem that... What did you do? Well, <laughs> I told perhaps that Sydney may have better luck finding the investigators if he was to send them a message. Now, unfortunately... <laughs> so that means that all the dreams that you guys had, that was from Sydney, probably. So it worked. Excellent. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was in the middle of the feeding pitch. One of them spawned bees. It's <laughs> not a dream. I can actually That's just do normal. that. Yeah. yeah. It was in the middle of the feeding pit. Many people were affected. Did the dreams happen to speak to you, at, saying that they were trying to contact you, talk to you? No, they were actually just uh, very unpleasant and no. really don't want to experience them again. I mostly remember yeah. being on fire. I remember mm. men promising me I could drink. I can't hear you, Octavia. Uh. The dream has absorbed your... Oh, <laughs> I was be—I was being too morose. Um, my father in the dream spoke about trying to reach out to me in a strange way. Well, one's good enough. Um, <laughs> Sydney tried at first to draw upon your trauma, seeing if that would spark your interest, and it didn't seem to go so well. So he projected some. Pleasant. Ah, uh, I see. Ways of contacting, but that seems to have 
um, used up the rest of his ability to do so, and now we are here. And sort of just gestures towards Sydney. Can I go over to Sydney and like shake him awake? Uh, you can try to get through the glass walls if you want. Oh yeah. <gasps> you damage someone else's property now. Oh wait, without damaging someone else's property? He's behind glass, and this is not our glass. Yeah, but we're rich now, right? What? I... All right. How do we get in to confront these demons? You must find them. As you can see, Thank the door. The... <laughs> so so helpful. <laughs> Listen. I would have. This had... is why you had me go find you guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> You are investigators, after all. I'm with Ambrose on this one. Sydney would have been here to explain this himself had he not used all of his... Um, we expected you to arrive sooner. Um, as you can see, the door has been removed from this uh, wall, from this room. Um, and uh, regardless, the um, asylum seems to be under the control of the patient now. And it seems that a lot of our patients... Um, demons have come out. So, so, just wander the halls, hope to find demons. Hope to find Sydney, or um, the patient. This one. All right. What do, do you, you want us to do if we run into anyone else's demons? Free labor solves their traumas for them. Don't know. Ambrose is the are, professional. They're not this. trained therapists. Well, normally it's only just one on one, so we kind of just help them work out their problems, you know? This is a little bit more tricky because there's a lot of stuff going on, so maybe just try to avoid it. Unless you think you can solve it. Can I try and punch the glass? Oh no. <laughs> Give me a uh, strength and brawl. Eight successes because I'm drunk off my ass. We gotta get this man this... away from booze. Yeah. We just are having a whole ass conversation. Jerry's just over in a corner. I'm gonna fucking punch this glass. <laughs> you, as, yeah, if everyone's having a conversation, we just see Jerry in the background walk up to the glass. And with a full cock, you punch it and you see the glass shatter and begin to fall. Uh, and pieces scatter across the ground, and as you look up, your fist is embedded into a brick wall. Um, can you not do that? <laughs> well, I'm stuck. And you hear- That's just karma. Echoing through the <laughs> building. Did you really think I would make it so easy? I don't even know who you are. Is this L665 or is it 655? One or the other. Now I have mine back. Alright. Let's start wandering the halls and try to solve this case, shall we? We have a job to do. Baron. A good old game of hide and seek. Definitely. Although I'm I do like to cheat if I have my way. Uh, Baron, do you have something of Sydney's? 
Anything will do, really. Um, yes, perhaps. What for? Well, we can find, I'm hoping it'll work similarly. Um, if I use one of my rituals, we should be able to have a path that my dear dog here can follow. All right. And you see him, like, uh, loosen a kerchief around his neck and sort of hand it to you. Uh, and I will uh, light, hold it in my hand and... Ambrose, would you be all right departing with one of your ribbons? Um, for my hair? Mm-hmm. What for? I need to light one on fire. But then my hair will be unbalanced. I could light both <laughs> of them on fire. <laughs> All right. And she takes um, both bows out of her hair and hands them to you. Um, and I will, uh, as I'm holding the kerchief, I will light this aflame and I will try to activate my illuminate the trail of prey as we hopefully get a path to Sydney Jones. <laughs> Gotta love the character that just solves uh, the problem yeah. with their abilities. That's all I can do, okay? <laughs> I have one job. Uh, what's great. Stupid, but I'll do it. We were hiring them. Uh, what's the role for that again? It is... Please hold. Intelligence plus survival against right. a difficulty equal to six minus the margin on the ritual cast. All right, go ahead. And this is um, the dog following it, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Can I use my specialty tracking? Uh, of course. Seven successes. You, um, you burn uh, the kerchief and almost hear Baron like, <gasps> um, and you can smell the smoke sort of like billow, uh, and like immediately, almost like a thread rather than a smoke trail, just like <laughs> up out of the basement. Uh, and you all see this, like, solid rope sort of reaching up out of the basement into the asylum. Oh, that was really pretty. It kind of reminds me of the little blood snake that I followed to find you guys. Hmm. Let's put a pin in that, but I do want to hear more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you see Prophet sort of, like, spiral around, spiral around the rope and begin following it. I'll wait here, Ooh. I guess. Um, I'm still stuck in a wall. I'm gonna. Can I just roll to like try and punch my way out of this wall? Uh, you can like, yeah. You can after a bit of effort, you can pull your hand out. Um, and you can. Because I rolled eleven successes. All of the glass is mirrors now, even the sides of the glass. Uh, as you see the the group sort of like spiral away towards this rope. Are you following? Yeah, Ambrose is like right in front, like skipping. She seems like not worried. I'm going to ask a question that is rarely asked in Vampire. 
What is the marching order? Oh. Ooh. I'm down with being first. <laughs> um, I am gonna see if Cloak of Shadows works in this dreamscape. So I don't really care where I am. All right. I'm invisible. Hopefully, maybe. I don't know. It's a dream. <laughs> uh, you feel your power work as you uh, disappear from sight. Cloak cool. of Shadows requires you to stay still, though, right? Uh, no, well, uh, Evelyn, Evelyn also has, has the version the that one. she can move. Oh, yeah. okay. She's just activating. I also have Book of Shadows. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I got the Vanish one. Yeah. Uh, I might be near Abby for uh, emotional support, since this is, like, the first time you've really been on something like this. So wherever you're at in the march, you're probably going to try to stay by and, like, be like, hey, I promise this isn't that weird, or this is exceedingly weird. <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, I meant to say I do Unseen Passage, so I will rouse. Gotcha. That is better. Okay, I don't get hungry. There we go. All right. I can move around now. So we got... Um, I'm stumbling at the end of the group. I'm following right. everybody. <laughs> so we got Ambrose, Prophet, and Octavia, uh, Abigail and Leon, Ambiguous Evelyn, and Jerry. Mm -hmm. uh, and Baron is going to stay behind. Um, as you ascend the halls... Uh, out of the basement, the aesthetic sort of like shifts a bit. Um, and it seems that uh, L655 uh, has control over what this place looks like. And it sort of becomes more run down a bit as the walls sort of like crumble uh, and fall away you when you get out of the basement and return to the top floor uh, you see now that the walls are actually dirt and they're all supported by um, almost like wooden beams uh, and you can now hear out in the distance what sounds like gunfire and almost like battle happening around you as the lights are now hanging um lanterns in the center of the ceiling and occasionally you hear a and the dirt kind of crumbles away yes let's start with this one then shall we try and find me if you can all right then i'll close my eyes and count to three <laughs> one two three and Ambrose will try to go find them. Nice. Uh, give me a wits and investigation. I will also say, Ambrose, you see this, but it, again, it's almost that like shimmering vision on top of the real asylum. All right. Wits and investigation. Maybe not to my best. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you found investigators. <laughs> yeah. True. Ooh, that can't be right. Mm -hmm. mm. You get a bunch of tens and it's like doubled and you'll have a billion successes. <laughs> oh, the game. maybe something like that happens. <laughs> That's you, how you cause... crit. This is definitely weird. I don't know. I think that just rolled weird. One success. All right. Uh, I think it rolled more dice than it should have. You so, sort of like... Duck down a hallway and start looking around, 
um, making your way through this like half asylum, half bunker sort of situation that's going on. Uh, the rope is still sort of like guidelining away, but you sort of like hop around uh, looking through the different rooms. Um, is anyone else doing anything other than following this rope? Definitely checking out the area, making sure there's no weird demon things coming at us <laughs> as we travel. Uh, give me a uh, wits and investigation. Oh boy. Uh, that's three. Um, you don't immediately notice. Um, and then you hear almost like laughter, still kind of on top of this uh, like cacophony of battle going on somewhere above you. Uh, you hear this like. <laughs> um, and looking through almost this like bunker door you can see what almost looks like a uh, it's like a tall figure with like painted white face and a like large bulbous nose um they have this wild hair, uh, and it seems that this room contains a clown. Gross. Um, oh, gross. And they're sort of like wandering around this room, just sort of like smiling as like the light swings and flickers. It's not. It's not hurting anybody. It's just laughing. It just seems to be laughing. I am gripping. I'm gripping Leon's arm. Yes. <laughs> no. That. That is fair. Yeah. So this is one of the stranger things we've we've been on. Yeah, this isn't normal, right? I mean, oh, that's normal. That's just Charlie. <laughs> and Ambrose will keep following the snake thing. I don't normally I like whisper, like stage whisper to Abigail. I normally don't end up in Malkavian business for a reason. The dreams tend to be a little uh not my style. So, don't worry. I'm also as unnerved as you are. Mm -hmm. It's not really Charlie. That's just... He goes, it's Charlie the Clown. <laughs> oh, right. that's nice. Well, hello, Charlie. <laughs> We're just passing through. Uh, the moment you say that, the face, like, is immediately at the window looking at you. <laughs> like, sheepishly wave and try to keep walking and, like... Don't make eye contact. And you hear that voice again. No? Hmm. Perhaps that is Abigail's then. We are in Jerry's, though. Mm. I'll find everyone. Someone call me. Hmm. You're not. <laughs> Harry, too drunk for fear tactics. They <laughs> <laughs> so beat Freddy Krueger, get blitzed, I guess. <laughs> they call it liquid courage for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourselves, everyone. There seems to be some mind tricks about you. Oh. I'll find yours. Sydney. 
touched a little bit of it already. Perhaps I'll find your dad. Maybe he'll want to say hi. I purposefully Ugh. do not reply. <laughs> do you continue? Yeah. We head on. Yeah. Following. I'm waiting for one of us to be uh, completely uh, bait for this. <laughs> to um, be fair, sorry, I, I just want to say Jerry is just, just, he's too distracted by like the gunfire to uh, pay attention to a clown. Ah, the thousand yard stare. Got yeah. Um, Abigail. No. <laughs> uh, as you're walking down this hallway, you can still see Ambrose sort of like hopping along and mm -hmm. uh, investigating and uh, Leon holding you tight and Jerry sort of taking up the rear. <clears throat> and you can smell something. It's bourbon. It's a really nice bourbon. Mm. Uh and smoke, tobacco. And as you reach a corner, you can see off to the right, a open sort of like, um, like cafeteria, uh, but the dirt sort of blends into this sort of like underground speakeasy. Uh, and you can see a bunch of people sitting at tables, uh, drinking, uh, smoking and laughing. Uh, and it's very reminiscent of New York. Nice. Uh, I lean over to Leon. I go, I, do you see, do you see what I'm seeing? This is all visible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I suppose this one speaking to you. Um, Listen, I know that there's a part of it that I really like, but I feel like I know a little bit better. And I'm going to close my eyes and let Leon uh, lead me through this thing that I think is probably going to try and target <laughs> me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be your, I'll be your eyes. Don't worry. Well, 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 if it ain't the investigators of the occult and unusual coming here to my speakeasy. You know, I know who you're looking for, that, uh, what is it, that L6-whatever guy. Uh, and you see sort of, like, sitting at a table, uh, just the most stereotypical, like, mobster. Uh, like, jacket is oh, draped over the shoulders, nose, like, arms not in the sleeves, uh, holding a, uh, glass of bourbon and a cigarette. Um, Ambrose, you see this person flickering, but not actually there. Now, what are you going to give me to uh, give you a little bit of information about where you can find this individual? Oh, what do you want? I My eyes are so closed. <clears throat> you know how we uh, deal. We, uh... We want a favor. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
think you should make any deals with them. Can I try and grab this little person? This little person. Uh, I'm assuming that they're smaller than me. <laughs> uh, do you approach them? Yes. Uh, as you grab them, immediately everybody else in the speakeasy stands up and has their hand uh, on a gun. Okay. You ready to go to war? Yeah, it's not like I ain't been there before. I don't think everyone around here would, though. Going to under um, Unseen Passage, because I can make whispers, and I'm going to whisper into <clears throat> Jerry's ear. I'm like, we already have a trail we're following. Let's leave this one for now, shall we? And then I'm going to slink away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, Jerry is starting to sober up, uh, especially from the gunfire, um, which he's not happy about. So, um, he, like, snarls in this dude's face and, like, drops him. So, because if he pushes him, he knows he's going to do more damage than he intended. And then just follows after, um, Ambrose and Octavia, like, pushes past Leon, pushes past Abigail, has no idea where Evelyn is, and it's just going to follow Ambrose and Octavia. Kind of like... Try and get through this easy as fast as possible. <clears throat> um, and Ambrose, you hear, not in any sort of put-on voice, this is the people you found. These are the people you think are going to want to be around you. think anyone wants to be around me but that's okay i want to be around them hmm. for how long i wonder oh for as long as i need to find my friend hmm. and you good luck you know you spend so much time with sydney you think he would learn that he uh he's kind of sick of you too Sick of him too. Well, let's see if you can help me. Oh, okay. Let's uh, find you first. And you continue. This is terrible. <laughs> I I agree. I, you um, made it through. Yeah, Ambrose is just kind of skipping along and and keeping her eye out to see if she sees either one of them. Um, following the thread, it continues uh, through these sort of like hallways of um, what you now know are other people's phobias and traumas that are sort of presenting themselves um, in these nightmares and. Though none of them are sticking with you, uh, you can tell that they've sort of been lingering here in these dream states, um, uncured for the moment. Um, so much work to do. And the thread eventually makes a beeline down into the ground. And you see that where it enters is a pool of water. 
Um, I think we have to go down there, but I don't want to go down there. Do we know anyone who wants to go in first? The swim? I'm not a fan of water. Why? We don't have to breathe. I had a bad experience before. I think at like everyone else being unsure. Fine, I'll do it. It just ruins my hair. Oh, trust me, it's gonna ruin mine and my outfit, but... The sacrifices we make. Um, so you jump in? Yes. So the sacrifices we make. (laughs) She jumps into (laughs) after. Yeah, I will uh, put on my mask. Because it hasn't been on at this point. Because I've been surrounded by kindred. But I will put on my mask so if we are going deep into the water, I can see under mm. uh, in in the dark. I shall go in. I uh, will follow Leon too. <laughs> no, an Leon, old I wasn't gonna say. I wasn't gonna put on a swim cap. <laughs> the Leon. audience didn't know. That was a Leon. That was there. <laughs> Just this nice little. Hmm. I need to fit all my hair in here. Uh, Octavia hesitates because. She already can't see, and now she'll lose all sense of, like, physical gravity and mm. touch. Um, she takes out a vial, and inside you can see it's like a miniature ant farm in, like, a test tube. Um, oh. And she's going to crush up the ants and use cleaning of the insect ritual. Something I haven't used, I don't think, since, like, one of our first episodes. Mm. Um... Hopefully this will help me stay on the walls of this pool. But otherwise, um, Prophet, I'll definitely need extra help. Miss Octavia, I'm, I'm still here. You can cling on to me. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... I, I don't like the water. Uh, yeah, Jerry's gonna dive after to be brave for Miss Octavia. He's also going to have you hold on to his hat. <laughs> I'll, uh, put, I'll attach it in, into one of my bags. Awesome. And then he's going to use eyes of the beast so he can Ooh. see in the dark. <laughs> and um, swim after everybody. As you do, uh, each of you leaping into this pool are immediately succumb to just nothingness. Um, this black void around you and you can see each of your friends sort of like emerge um, in and Octavia as you jump into the water it is very reminiscent to your sort of mind space when you have premonitions Mm. Um, so it's almost actually comforting compared to what I was anticipating it's I'll give you this you remember doing this with Sydney and Imogen and Mm. sort of the like chaotic nature that um, uh, Sydney brought to it. And then you remembered he sort of took it one step further and claimed that you had taught him how to do premonitions. And Mm. this is very reminiscent to his versions of premonitions. Okay. Um, And Ambrose uh, when you leap into the water, the entire space around you expands, and you can see the walls of the asylum reach out into this 
inky blackness until they too disappear. Um, and you are left unable to see uh, what was around you. And you hear that same voice. So you found it? That doesn't help you. I found a little trick in the old man's mind. One that lets me bring you somewhere that I have full control over. And it is here that I will make you see what I have seen. <laughs> Ambrose, you and him thought I was merely afraid of the dark, empty water. No, I am not afraid of that. I am afraid of what I know lives down there. And I will make you confront what I have had to. And you can hear a great bellow out in the distance, one that you had heard once before in a premonition of your own. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Mm. Ah, a big fish! Cool, I might get to fight a god. <laughs> yeah, this is it. You're going to make everybody so happy mm -hmm. in your life. I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> all my drinking problems. We're going to be fine. Yeah. So good. You made a deal. <laughs> sure, it'll work out. Yeah. Yikes. Um, hey, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining us today. Uh, we hope you had a good time because we sure did. Um, if you did enjoy yourselves and you want to show your support, the best way to do so is by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash tabletop titties. When you become a patron, you get access to so many different things. You get like bonus episodes, mini series, polls that affect the game, a whole our after show. It's going to be so much stuff for you to take a look at. So definitely go and do that. Uh, we also have a merch store. Uh, if you saw the show tonight and you thought, you know what, I need all of the logos, all of the characters on all of my clothing, pillows, towels, blankets, what have you, you can do that at tabletoptitties.threadless.com. Go check it out and you'll be able to get some cool merch. Uh, you should also go and follow us on social media at Tabletop Titties. And if you you tweet or just Use the hashtag TTTitties on any social media. We will see it, and you might get an NPC named after you. I think it, way, way back, Baron Snyder was based on that. Or it was an Indiegogo yes. donation. Yeah, Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so uh, you, you, you can also find all of our info on our website at tabletoptitties.com. And remember, when we say titties, it is with double Ds. <laughs> uh, Margaret, where can we find you? Yeah, um, I'm Margaret Crone. You can find me at Margaret Crone in all of the places. I do lots of stuff on the internet. So if you want to check that out, follow me. Um, I'm also working on a project called Ashes of Creation, where I make a video game. Uh, and you can check it out at Ashes of Creation in all of the places. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Yeah, Yay. thanks for having me. Admiral's Always great having so you on. <laughs> <laughs> creepy so kid vampire. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So creepy. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye. See you next time.